Uh, have you heard of this game? Uh, Deadly Premonition 2? Yeah. Uh, no. No, no, no. Oh, I should describe it to you. Um, in a small town fraught with sins and secrets, history repeats itself in terrifying ways. It's happening <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that's Deadly Premonition 2. Welcome to the... No. Uh... You just told me that was the tagline for Dark on German Netflix, which is fucking fantastic, that they just stole Twin Peaks. Right, right. Yeah, I posted I was like, huh. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> All right. I didn't know you could do that. Um... And you'll know that, like, original uh, Deadly Premonition is pretty shameless Twin Peaks itself. I mean, that, that pretty much fits the mold of what it used to do. It's true. I guess um, Twin Peaks has become the uh, sort of nobilitating uh, reference that uh, it, that media about uh, strange things happening in a small town uh, wants to uh, um, evoke. Yeah, that a premonition to know. I mean, uh, of course, I know about it. Uh, it's been some buzz. I've been looking forward to it. Uh, alligators. Yeah. Uh, skate skateboards. All this um, in there. Yeah. Some frames. Uh, <laughs> there are at least five frames that I've counted. There, there's at least five of them. Not counting like uh, window frames no. or frames. That's, no, of course. No. Okay. <laughs> right. Just frame rate. Just making. Sh- just making sure. Yeah. Uh, so you you uh, you, <laughs> you bought you bought it yeah. right? Yeah. Fifty bucks for this uh, this game. Blessing in disguise. It's called, which is the most apt title I've ever heard. A great title. Great title for it for a game that really is a, a nasty little tricky game because it's a so subversive and going against the grain of uh, what video games are often designed to do, which is to keep you entertained and mm. enthralled and engaging with the content system and all of that. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm 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 surprised, of course, but I'm but I'm glad that the PS2 is still getting uh, new titles. Um, that's oh, that's wait, a great. It's, uh, uh, what do you mean by PS2? Uh, this is a Dreamcast. Oh, game, I just right? looked at, took a look at it. Oh, it's a Dreamcast. Oh, yeah. okay. Ah, uh, that that explains it. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. It's one right. of the best looking games on the Dreamcast. No, it's on the Switch. It's on the Switch. Ah, on the Switch. So like a virtual console. Um, you know, like yeah. A... So it looks about as good as any Nintendo game on the Switch. Not quite HD, but they're trying, which is what you want. <laughs> Right, <laughs> almost got there. Um, no, but but you, how much did you play? Uh... I'd say I played like an hour or maybe two hours last night. Mm-hmm. Um, it um... it starts weirdly enough like Killer Seven, <laughs> like uh, you're walking and you can only use like the up arrow as a, a female detective, and you're going to investigate um, Agent York, but he's become Zach in his later age, and uh, which is always the. Uh, metatextual references making to it like uh, the player character or whatever right um mm-hmm. and it's a, a strange investigation you don't actually do anything for about an hour <laughs> it's a it's a oh. it's a visual novel for at least about 45 minutes to an hour of the game oh wow right I, okay i didn't really expect that but it's always been an adventure game at its heart i think um, sure, sure. It, it has an open world and a little bit of survival stuff and small puzzle segments, which are pretty obvious to connect those things. But at, yeah. at its heart, I think it's really an adventure game or a, like a visual novel that's expanded into more uh, mechanical means. 
Yeah, no, I can see that. That that makes sense. But but um, let me ask you: Is this a prequel or a sequel or both or? So so both, right? Like the um, the interview is about what he experienced back in Lakari, which is his uh, uh, sweary stand-in for New Orleans, and um, uh-huh. so he's getting interviewed about that and all the damage that's done. Yeah, he explains mm-hmm. that initially he just went there because he had watched Cat People, the uh, Schrader version. Um, of course. <laughs> that's the only reason you'd, <laughs> you'd plan a whole trip to New Orleans and then get wrapped into a murder investigation, right? Right. Um, so then that's part of the game, and then the other part is prequel. Uh, it's 2005, and okay. um, <laughs> York has just discovered electric cars. He got one uh, for his duty here, and uh, it's been stolen. Um and the thief replaced it with a skateboard, so he chooses that as his only means of transportation. <laughs> right. Uh, that's nice of him to, to leave a skateboard. Right, um, yeah. I, I guess the thief came with the skateboard and was like, I don't need this anymore. I'm just gonna... You can have it. As in the sweary way, he's being interviewed by a, a character who plays three parts, and they call him, like, the man of three identities, and everything's so obtuse <laughs> about how they're named, like, a, uh, the... Well, that's a very literal name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah the man with three identities, he plays the bellhop, the chef, and, you know, the concierge, it's very strange, um, uh-huh. it's, it's different, um, it's more objective based like it just gives me quests and i'm just running and doing them and i don't know i'm a little bit i it's it's both the most interested i've been in a game in years and also kind of it's it's not the best game (laughs) okay (laughs) i don't feel like it's like i I don't feel like it's wide open like i'm being thrown into an interesting open world like greenvale was like uh the twin peaks area so that was like locally yeah, yeah. interesting, and that game was twenty bucks, so it was easy to excuse some faults. But full price, and ten years later, it's kind of like, uh, this game's worse somehow, and it's more expensive, and it's more glitchy, mm-hmm. and it has less to do. Yeah, that's that's yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, but um, I mean, but it's great. <laughs> it's but yeah, it's but it's great, yeah. right? <laughs> but it's also um, the best game I've played this year. So I mean, it's it's a mixed thing, right? Right. Well, um, we should, uh, I guess, address that uh, there is some concern. I mean, there was some controversy about the, obviously, about the frame rate. Yeah. Um, there was some miscommunication at the start there uh, where it was reported that they're not going to, you know, uh, patch it or whatever, which has now been corrected. They're like, they're going to look at it yeah. um, and, and stuff. There was some concerns. I don't know if you know uh, the specifics. I just want to mention it, but I can't talk about it because I actually haven't seen what it is. But uh, there's been some concerns about uh, transphobia, yeah. uh, like a character uh, um, being, being, let's say, uh, uh, unfortunately written uh, or whatever. Um, I, haven't, I haven't seen it, but I just wanted to, to bring it up that that's also been uh, part of the discussion. And there's been some, yeah, it's been been some noise, let's say, surrounding this game. Yeah, I mean, even original Deadly Premonition stuff like Thomas, right. like the police officer. It's it's there's a it's kind of questionable yeah. how it portrays some characters. Uh, if that were released oh, yeah. today, it would get the same treatment. But uh, the, I I haven't seen a lot of that. I have a feeling of what it is, but I don't also want to extrapolate without knowing. Uh, I hear that yeah. I hear that York gives like a big pro speech for trans rights, and then. Uh, the game kind of shits all over it, so uh, that's really disappointing to me. But uh, 
I also haven't mm. seen it. Yeah, that sounds like at least some negligence or, yeah. you know. I I really don't know if Swery's voice needed to be moved to the south. Like, it was easier to, like, pick on rednecks and dumb white culture mm-hmm. than to move into, like, a, you know, like, southern Creole culture and kind of investigate that when it wasn't, like, the authentic voice. And I don't know. Uh, it was better to just follow right. Twin Peaks, I think. Right, right. Well, Swery's, you know, he's a weird guy. Like, he, it seems like he, uh, I don't know, he definitely gets by on some 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 brand like his personal brand yeah. let's say uh and he always seems like the the projects he does uh people are saying he you know he always has like two projects or like in the last couple of years always had like at least two projects running at the same time and always seems like he uh puts a lot of uh, work into one and maybe less work into the other yeah. <laughs> because he also said other uh sort of uh it's like a detective fish game the good life i think yeah. it's called the good um, life was on right. kickstarter as well and um right right and that looks that looks a bit more let's say uh sound yeah or uh, in terms of te- technical maybe yeah we'll see we'll see but it is an interesting thing and it's always i mean uh i don't know like uh, it could have i guess the the game deadly premonition could have stayed a one-off a complete one-off um but um maybe a broken but still kind of interesting <laughs> well uh i think that's sequel is yeah i think that's the thing right do you want deadly premonition to come out and be fully you know like immersive and like patched and ready to play absolutely not you want like these frame rate issues uh, i could i could do without <laughs> like the trans issues but everything else sounds perfect to me <laughs> when i hear people complaining about it i'm like don't I want the game to feel like it was made 20 years ago? Isn't that the point of this? That like That's the pinnacle of like horror development is Silent Hill and Resident Evil and you know, like Parasite Eve, all, like this whole era that it's capturing. And like its love for 80 movies and B-movies, it lives inside a B-movie universe. So, I mean, technically, it really benefits. I think the bigger issues here, at least from what you uh, talk about, the bigger issues is by far the... The fact that it maybe is uh, just structurally structurally uh, sort of scaled back a good bit and like yeah. linear and stuff. It's smaller. That, that's, that's more dis- that's more disappointing than the linear. If it's really linear, if it doesn't open up in the same way, that's that's definitely a disappointment. Like the uh, skateboards there, because you don't have to traverse so much land, right? Like it's small, it's flat, it's not as hilly. And uh, Greenvale mm-hmm. is one of my favorite open world spaces. I. I love seeing people out and doing their routines, and that's kind of here, but uh, you're kind of just flying mm-hmm. by on a skateboard, and you're not really, you know, living the pace of their mm-hmm. own life. Right. It is a strange thing. Like, I haven't seen cars out doing anything. <laughs> it just feels empty, and then there's, like, the enemies uh-huh. instead of zombies. They're, like, dogs and, and squirrels who come <laughs> by and, like, steal your shit, and you have to go kill them. And I don't want to yeah. kill dogs because they stole a Band-Aid from me. Well, you're soft. Uh, Maybe. Let me tell you. Maybe I've gotten um, soft. <laughs> Speaking of which, your uh, bro, again, your voice has changed. I don't know what happened, but um... I, I played Deadly Premonition, and it changed me so thoroughly on the inside and outside that I've become oh, wow. more like. You found your own Zach. I've become yeah. more like Calvin because that's what that's what happened to him as well. <laughs> I see. I see. Um, 
Well, so yeah, this is the Dating Cast. Uh, I'm Pablo. This is Calvin filling in last minute. Thank you for that. Um, because uh, Brogan is on a mission so secret, he didn't even tell me he, what it was. I don't even know if he knows. That's how secret it is. Right. I think maybe he just got some envelope and uh, <laughs> has to show up somewhere uh, in the desert. And uh, and it it said it. It said it would explode in five seconds if he didn't read, and it wasn't even enough time for him to read the whole thing. So he's just off looking for the mission. Yeah. Well, so he'll be back, and uh, we'll be back with um, with Fantasy Star, like we promised uh, last time. But uh, today we uh, we talk about a uh, we have an impromptu discussion of uh, Windjammers, which is a uh, one of our. Is it fair to say one of our favorites? Like, it is definitely one of my favorites. Uh, well, I think it's like, between us. Like, I think it's the first game we played together, and it's kind of defining you of like what we, what you yeah. guys built here in the sense that it was like our first like shared game on the website and stuff. Sure, sure, yeah, it's true. I think I talked about it in the maybe in the pilot yeah. um, episode. I talked about it a, bit, a little bit, but yes, uh, it it you know we'll. We will just uh, we will we'll talk about it. We'll gush about it. I'm um, excited. It won't be. It's not going to be in. Uh, you know, there's the in-depth discussion. Uh, uh, has to, we'll have to wait for the for the fantasy star cast. <laughs> yeah. But um, we have we have other stuff. We have a lot of other stuff uh, you, to talk about. You here. gave me. You also gave me a five-minute notice, and then I was on the podcast. So you just told me about this. So I, I'm very prepared for yeah. these games. You're, you're still. Yeah. Right. You're still in your underwear. Yeah. Right? I am. Yeah. <laughs> And and we're doing video. No, no, we're not. Of course. But, uh, <laughs> I, I, wish. It's, I wish. It's radio. Um, you could really say anything, and it's yeah. true. <laughs> um, you you're just in you're just in transit right now. I just, am. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, the other there was another. Uh, speaking of like uh, you know controversies, um, so we have the the controversy surrounding uh, DP two. Uh, we have the controversy surrounding. Brogan disappearing, and uh, we also have the the one about Paper Mario, the Origami King, uh, which is coming out in I think four, three or four days on Switch. Uh, it's the next main Paper Mario title, and it's uh, I don't know what prompted this, but because we usually don't do like we don't really have a news segment, we talked about the PS5 conference once and and stuff like that, yeah, and and and, and like smaller stuff, but but. Uh, for some reason, I had the urge to comment on this um, because uh, it's it started really bugging me uh, when I started seeing like journalists who are doing previews and you know preparing their reviews and stuff tweet out some some stuff about about the game, mm. uh, and it is all pandering to me. And I'm professional in the sense that it plays into the hands of these uh, of of the rabbit, let's say the more well more excited part of the Paper Mario fan base who uh, uh, seem to have forgotten that the last RPG in the series uh, came out in 2004, which is 16 years ago. And the uh, and it was the second one, the second RPG. And since then, uh, every other game was uh, not that. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, Super Paper Mario was its own thing, but then after that, the, the games were more just focused on the uh, let's say on the style, on the humor, on the writing, uh, maybe sticker star less so, but I think that's that's why it's fairly criticized. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but uh, the, you know the world and stuff, and it was more like color splash. Um, it's more about 
stuff that is in the first two, but it's just the focus shifted to that and the RPG, uh, RPG um, mechanics, they uh, were reserved for the Mario & Luigi yeah. uh, games. Um, I think this series has not been an RPG longer than it was one, so I'm not sure. Like, uh, I feel like we're yeah. designing conversation around expectation of audience, which is never fair for any kind of art project at all. Um, I hate when that happens, so I'm with you and I'm on, on board with the, this Mario because look at the art style. It, it looks fantastic. Yeah, it, it looks really fun. It's about the for me. It's about the variety of scenarios and characters and the writing again that they come up with. Uh, they also have like, you know, just the unique. They have unique game, gameplay sequences in this in these games. I mean, I know only five people, uh, including me, played Color Splash. Uh-huh. But that also had like super unique um, sequences. It was also world or chapter based, like the first two. Um, but yeah, it also had like super. Uh, it basically. Everything just with a focus on the puzzle ba- sort of battle gameplay and uh, and you can you know you can you can lament that that's totally fair but um, if uh, if sort of the if you're writing like on about the game uh, writing a, a review on the game and uh, you know as a journalist yeah. tweeting out basically pandering to this crowd that uh, this again does not have exp which they never said it did like right. it's not like they came out and like sold it as as an rpg <laughs> they never did that so <laughs> it was just an expectation the audience had based on their youth which isn't what they're selling it's it's an injection with your own uh sort of uh hope or expectation right and um i mean it's nice you you like you like paper mario but that's fine it, they're they're not making the game that you like they want to make a new game oh well right and um so yeah i guess that was my that was just the a quick rant that i wanted to since i have a platform now here it's important <laughs> no it's a it's a good point and that's coming out like within the next week so very topical uh, I'm, and i'm not saying obviously that the game is going to be great i don't know i haven't played it yet it looks really interesting it looks fun but i don't know obviously i haven't played it it's just that i know it's they never said it and i and it's it is just not an rpg and so um you know you uh, you don't have to play it. I think that's nobody's saying. Like I wish, uh, I wish uh, the Last of Us uh, was a kart racer. I would uh, <laughs> I do too. <laughs> maybe play, it. <laughs> but what can I do? I'm not uh, giving it minus points for not having uh, 16 tracks. <laughs> I mean, uh, I I feel the same way about Deadly Premonition actually, in that I read the reviews and some of them were technically wrong. Like I read polygons and. It's like you have to sit outside someone's house. You absolutely do not. Uh, it sells you, like, right away, it sells you camping gear and cigarettes uh, so you can pass time more quickly. Like, they didn't even yeah. investigate base mechanics of the game to do a formal review. Like, fuck off. Right. Uh, I mean, that's that's also part... That plays into the bigger thing of, like, reviews being churned out, like, on the day of release. Yeah. They have to be there. And it's like nobody's giving themselves time to just sort of reflect on a game, spend some time with it. You know, maybe not review every single game yeah. immediately and stuff. Like, it's that's definitely part of it. And then stuff like that sort of falls by the wayside. And you... Uh, I find it hard to imagine... Uh, that kind of um, lifestyle. Yeah, like, I, I, having I'm, to just go through these. I don't want to go back, back to, to it. Back. You like, you definitely yeah. do end up like cramming games, and you don't play them the way that the audience does. It it really sucks both ways. Enough, uh, enough about enough um, uh, of this uh, small uh, rant section. The the rant minute. No, uh, the. <laughs> 
um, the the controversy uh, hour. Enough about Mario. Tell me about you, <laughs> right? Um, uh, Forza Horizon. <laughs> How often have you used that one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Forza Horizon Four. That's uh, what we're going to talk about now because we uh, we both have played it. Yeah. And you are currently playing it. I've played probably an embarrassing amount. Let's say 12, 13 hours the last four days. Yeah. Which is uh, about maybe like 1% of like <laughs> uh, what's in there. So I <laughs> finished the game, right? Because I, I qualified for the Horizon Pass. Right. <laughs> I've completed it. I marked it on Backloggery completed. I. So it's obvious that I finished the game. So it's done. But nice. You did it. Once, uh, every time you accomplish something, it gives you a four-minute trailer of what's actually in the game, and it keeps expanding itself. It's just like an endless oh, yeah. stream of content. There's no ending. There's absolutely no ending. Um, I mean, there's like the there's so many different types of events. Um, there's limited stuff. There's... Uh, the seasonal stuff it's right. like four it's like four gigantic games like because the game obviously works on a seasonal uh so sort of changes its, its environments like every season it has its own uh set of events so it's like four four gigantic racing games basically so every month the season changes in the online mode and then every hour or uh, every week uh, there are new races and then every hour there's a specialized race. I mean you could play the game every hour and not run out of content. It's it's ridiculous and not good that there's so much content, but I like everything around yeah. that. It is really fun. It's well sort of it's amazing. I mean the it's it's amazing they can cram so much in there and still keep it somewhat um sort of uh, like the presentation somewhat clean yeah. uh you can still it's like i came into the game i played the game on launch and then the dlc stuff happened i think they patched some stuff added some stuff and when i came back it was definitely took uh, i played it because i checked in, into it uh, at some point uh um to see what was new and like uh, i definitely everything. had to re-familiarize <laughs> myself with with everything yeah but um but but it's possible, <laughs> and uh, you don't have to do everything. Like you, there's uh, sort of ranks or like personal levels for like customizing cars, selling selling designs, uh, being active on like the in the clubs or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. There's a personal ranking for everything, and you can't like maxing everything out is like impossible. I read the I, I read an early interview before release that they said that you could finish the game or you could qualify for Horizon. Which I'm also calling the finish, uh, just by staying in your car and painting your your car, you never have to leave your garage to actually accumulate all the points. Right, <laughs> it is sort of cool, but yeah, I, I I'm definitely sort of uh, yeah. It's just it it's great. It, there's so many cars in it. Yeah, it's it's almost it's just all the much, content like, you everything. can want, and it's it's one large open world, but really it's four. I mean, it's all four seasons. They're completely different. Every road yep. plays differently in different weather. You know, fields will be, great. you know, fields will either be covered in ice or they'll be full of like hay bales and it's cool. Yeah. It's a great uh, drum and bass and uh, hip hop radio stations. Um, right. There's, it's, it's, it's really good. It, it has quality and quantity. It's just that the quality, there's just one big sort of area, yeah. uh, just big point in terms of quality, which it's just, you know, I not my preference here, which is like <laughs> sort of the quantity as part of the quality approach, um, where I just I prefer sort of 
more handcrafted um, content. Um, I had to use that word, you know, a more handcrafted experience. Um, uh, I like one of my favorite racing games is Burnout Three, yeah. which is even which doesn't even have a world. It's just it's yeah. level like it's just levels. Uh, it's great. Pick. Uh, but even the smaller, smaller worlds, uh, the smaller, sorry, open worlds like uh, Paradise or the old Need for Speeds and stuff. Well, that's totally fine. Every highway, yeah. like in every off ramp or something in Need for Speed Paradise, is exactly de- designed around mechanics, right? So it's either like a launcher or it plays into like some <clears throat> scoring man- yep. mechanic. Like here, you could like run against the roadway and you'll get points, right, for like hazards, but. In Burnout Paradise, yeah. it's like a long stream of, okay, I could chain this together because there's like 100 cars in front of me and I could put all this stuff yeah. together in an amazing run and it really adds to something. But uh, here it's like, a, the, uh, what I really like about the mechanics is that there's a lot of versatility there. Like you could either play as an arcade racer and not even touch a, a meter or you could get like way into like the, the car like differentials and, yeah. and like pour your yeah. time into really simulating and uh, whatever you actually establish like your racing type to be, it'll match you with cars like that. So I could enter any race as a Jeep and I'll be like against like big loaded like hefty cars or I could go in a Lamborghini and get, you know, sports cars. It, it's amazing. Like the versatility is great. Yeah, because they have so many cars and yeah, you can really, like you said, you can fine tune it. Uh, so much. Again, I would just prefer give me something that you chose <laughs> that you uh, sort of committed to. Yeah, uh, that's my preference. But of course, I can't hold it. Like uh, you know, that's sort of I thought a sort of big criticism is just a personal the, preference. The but seasons, I think there is something to be said. The seasons before. are the only thing I feel are designed. I mean, I I think it's otherwise just a series of roads that you know there are missions, but generally it's just randomly plotting uh, a series of roads. Uh, yeah. I think there's some. I'm sure there's some general, sort of generative aspects. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. About I'm sure. Mission, like mission creation. <laughs> every yeah. hour, they're probably not designing a new course, right? Like that. That's probably automated by this point. Oh sure, yeah, no. But even the stuff that they created, sort of. Uh, I'm sure someone just. Um, <laughs> like I, I can't imagine they. You know, someone looked at it probably said like, okay, this works. Uh, after the machine uh, <laughs> spit it out, <laughs> like uh, looked at it so it wasn't broken, but uh... <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, they play tested it right after it was generated, but I'm sure yeah. half of those were probably at least like semi-generated. I mean, even like right. even like the stunt work is pretty formulaic. Like drive to this point and don't damage your car. Okay, that's just one thing you had to adjust. That's not really crafted gameplay. Right. Obviously, we don't know. We're just speculating. But the point to, be, to the <laughs> takeaway here is that it feels like that. That's the thing. Yeah. We don't know, but it fe- it doesn't it doesn't feel like every track track was handpicked. That's the yeah. That's ultimately what matters. Uh, whether it was or not is the you know. By the way, like the um, the most fun I have with the game isn't when it's like uh, designed. Like it's the undesign of like go reach this destination within five minutes, and then I'm like barreling through like fields of snow and. And yeah. like a quarry that's covered in ice, and you know that's that's what I'm looking for, right? I don't want to right. stay like within the lane, and then it like juts you out of the race once you miss a mark or whatever. Right. Uh, you can do some some cool jumps and stuff, yeah. but but yes, it's uh yeah, it's got got all that for sure. You can just you can live in that game. It's it's uh, yeah. that's, I think the thing is it's like really a and we have to be fair and say a great example, a successful example of. Uh, games as a service, you know, 
Um, it's the most it's about... I've been interested in one of those, I'd say. Like, I, I like Forza yeah. a lot. I like that Turn 10 is a Seattle studio, but uh, I, I'm also into Playground, and I like what they did here. I, I think they're great. Also, that uh, they did the Hot Wheels stuff for three, and uh, the Lego stuff now for, for four. How's I'd that? Really like, uh, Should I buy into that? Really like that. Sure. Do you feel like it's worth it? Uh, it looks really cute. Right, sure. No, I mean... I don't know if you did you buy the game or did you get it through Game Pass because it's just on Game Pass as well, which is crazy. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, just Game Pass, did which I mean, amazing investment buy. there. Yeah, right. Uh, sure. I mean, send us. You can you can give them some money for the Lego stuff. I feel sure. I feel like I um, owe them money at this point. I, I'm playing the hell out of it, <laughs> and I'm going to keep living inside this world. Um, I already paid them like two bucks just to check off all the markers so I could like go around and. Just smash billboards or let my wife do it, so that's fun. Also, you can download like uh, skins for the car so easily and oh, quickly. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, what's your uh, horn sound? My horn sound? <laughs> I just have like a big Awuga one. Like I, I didn't even modify after that. <laughs> just like, ah, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's some good ones with those as well I... in there. Uh, right. Um, we can we should play once once I'm back at my yeah. Xbox One. Yeah, that'd we be should, great. We should we should hit the road, uh, <laughs> like uh, like our S and M adventures. S and M adventures continue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of S and M adventures, <laughs> there's a club. <laughs> I want uh, there's a club I want to talk to you about. Oh yeah. Here. If you want, I don't know if you want to join join my club. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's a clubhouse, more of a clubhouse. S and M clubhouse. With, with games in that in this clubhouse, we play some games, you know, uh, some daring games, some uh, like sadomasochistic games. Is that what you're getting? Some of them, yes, like Ludo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ludo, very sadomasochistic. Oh yeah, uh, you can't get out when you don't when you don't roll a six. Oof. <laughs> that I mean. Some people like it. Yeah, that one time our friend was trapped. I, I kind of got off on it. I don't know if he did, but but I like that he was stuck for an hour. <laughs> right. Some right. Someone someone will get off either way. Uh, <laughs> I think is uh, the promise here. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of the full title. Is it, what was it? Clubhouse games or like Clubhouse? Fifty one games. Fifty one worldwide games. Yeah. Clubhouse uh, classics. No. I think yours is different. Uh, I, I think it, in Europe... There's there's two different titles, yeah. yes. Uh, anyway, it's the sequel to the DS game, Clubhouse Games, uh, on Switch. Um, I've talked about this a quick, uh, sort of briefly. Uh, right, 51 worldwide games, I think it's okay. here. Right. Um, and um, it's a shame. I feel like it flew under the radar a little bit. Uh, it's a budget title, but it has a lot to offer, like, for... You know, it's really quick to just play online. Uh, local works great. Uh, there's some really smart design decisions. Some weird stuff, but it's not too bad. I talked about it a little bit. Uh, so, but yeah, we should we should get back to that. We should play some more of that. My favorite part is that you got five or six of us to play a video game about board games. <laughs> like that we had no idea about. You just talking about your affinity for this uh, strange board game collection got us all the buy-in right away. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 uh, from Germany, so I have to love uh, board and card games, uh, and I do. Um, so today, I, or yesterday and today, I actually sort of um, re, um, sort of played through the <clears throat> the games I hadn't touched okay. uh, yet. 
so uh, I think I've tried everything now. Um, I have briefly, but I haven't, I haven't played like a full game of everything yet. Okay, yeah. And a lot of stuff I just recognized, uh, you know, it was stuff I knew uh, and I've played before, uh, um, you know, in, in real life. But uh, uh, the title is sort of, uh, well, they couldn't obviously use licensed uh, uh, titles for, for these. So uh-huh. Uno is called Last Card or something like that. Right, um, and, and stuff like that. Uh, the and, and obviously I didn't know the some for some some of them the, the English names. For example, the one of my favorite games on there, but I didn't recognize it at the start, is President, uh, which is called uh, Arschloch in German, which means asshole. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and it's uh, the perfect. Um, I mean, that's a, that's also the sort of colloquial name for it. There is a licensed version with like licensed cards for it, and that's also, that's called like. I don't know, chairman of the board or something like that. I don't know. But um, yeah, that's one of my favorites. That's perfect game f- to play in a bar. Uh, yeah. I've played it. I have a group of uh, friends that we played it uh, with like constantly on some trips together to Italy and stuff. Okay. Like just in a bar, one ra- round of like wine after the next and just playing this game over and over because you can just play it very quickly and, you know, there's some strategy, but ultimately it's just, you know, you're just in the rhythm of it and you just smash those cards down. It's, <laughs> it's super fun. We should play that. Yeah. Uh, you should look at it and we should, I'd like we should to. play it. I yeah. think my highlight of the last two weeks was playing with Oliver when we played the tanks game because uh, I I fired off a quick shot and then uh, first shot connects with him first three seconds of the game as it barricades off like the surrounding walls and, and then we're just yeah. sur- we're separated by like a wall of uh, blockades. So, he spends the next two minutes a game just chasing me in circles, and we're both like laughing our asses <laughs> off because nothing ever happens in the game. Uh, it's it's designed like that, so you could just kind of outrun the person. Yeah, when you're in the lead in that, it seems like yeah. running away is uh, <laughs> more or less a safe victory. Yeah, I, is, I, uh... I really wish we could get a patch so like all three of us could play tanks. That would be my ideal for that outcome. What's team? T- what's uh? Isn't that the team tanks uh, one? I think that's you against a team of computers. I think you could probably play oh, yeah, it with yeah, another yeah. person, but I, I don't know how good that would be. Yeah. Right. So yeah, not everything obviously you can play up to four people. Some stuff is for two, and so yeah, it's uh. You know, I would. It, it, it I wish makes it, sense by and large. I wish yeah. it had done better because I I'd keep buying packs for this. Like if they released them in fives mm. or four or fives, I'd mm-hmm. I'd keep buying them each week or whatever. So I wish they were there. You mean like if they released uh, new stuff or the yeah. stuff that's in there? If they had done a different model, you know. Either way, I think I I think I'd support both versions because it's kind of something I just like to have around now that I I kind of bust out. Like yeah. uh, if family's around or your friends mm-hmm. are around, it's. It's such an easy yeah. sell to be like, you know these board games, we don't need to break out a box, let's do it. Sure. And there's, you know, there's explanations, of course, for everything. And uh, But uh, I, I think for, I think for 40, for 52 uh, sort of games for like, I think it was a budget, budget title for like 30 bucks. Yeah. I think that's a great value proposition. And, um, uh, but I, I do agree that they could easily uh, add some more for sure. Um, it's, uh, I'm not sure if they have the plan to do that. Yeah, uh, I I'm gonna say no probably because I don't know something about naming the game 52. Uh, 
worldwide games. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like you're really just, you know, saying a number, putting a number down. Yeah, 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 you're really defining <laughs> yeah. your content there. So hopefully they can expand on what's there instead, maybe. Yeah. Um, even if they had plans, I'm yeah, it's not also up afraid that maybe, I, I don't know, maybe it's sold. I, I have no idea how it's sold. It's just uh, I, uh, I think um, the people that played on DS were happy. Uh, some of us were uh, obviously able to sell it to some people. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, otherwise it's been definitely a low-key release. Uh, my, for shame, for shame. My favorite games of 2020 are sequels to budget titles. What a year. What a year. Yeah, it is. it has been a weird year. I don't even know what released uh, in the start. I don't know uh, either. What released in January. Who knows? Who knows? I just know there was Animal Crossing and then uh, Deadly Premonition and Clubhouse. Those are the only things I'm aware of. Right. Yeah, I think that's the only games that came out, actually. Oh, yeah, uh, there there weren't others yet. Weird. <clears throat> I guess, yeah, man, what can you do? I mean, virus and everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, if there were a big story game, I guess you could record like a 20-hour podcast on it, but no one would be that fucking crazy. <laughs> right. Um, Shots fired. No one, no one would be. No, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, we wouldn't do that here no. at the one and only gaming podcast on the site. Yeah. Uh, um, so. It would be a shame if someone came along and made another one. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be, um, I, I, I'd be litigious about that. Uh, <laughs> there would be, uh, there would be consequences, but yeah, as you said, thankfully no one's thinking about that. Um, no, the, the bill is in the mail if they, if they try some shit like that. So, right. Uh, I'll send them a skateboard. <laughs> um, so I'm, uh, you know, you you hopped on. Uh, basically, I don't think think it was five minutes. It was thirty seconds before we started recording. I was like, let's go. Yeah. Uh, and so I don't know if you knew that, but we uh, we have an itch.io minute, a segment called itch.io minute, um, which is based on the itch.io uh, bundle uh, in support of uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, which uh, uh, was up uh, some weeks ago. And oh, by the way, I wanted to mention, you have a huge list of games if you bought it, but don't forget, if you missed it, there's a little search field. You can actually search uh, the list for, for example, for these titles that we're going to recommend to you now. So, so you don't have to click through every page. I'm really curious what you got here. Yes, I wrote a game. I played this uh, before it even, like, when it came out, uh, sort of as a demo, even in 2014-ish. Uh, Heavy Bullets, it's called. Okay. It's um, it's a low polygon, um, sort of uh, well FPS. Um, it's procedurally procedurally <clears throat> procedurally generated roguelike. Oh, finally, one of those. I haven't. Finally, yes, it's the only one of those yes. uh, I've seen out there. Um, I think it's eight bucks on Steam. Um, Is it made of voxels? No, <laughs> very sort of low poly. Uh, I don't know, low poly, big polygons, okay. and like sh- uh, hexagonals and uh, shapes. Um, <laughs> it's made of shapes. <laughs> I like games made of shapes. Um, geometry wars and yeah Um, (laughs) so the thing why is it called heavy bullets because every bullet uh, counts basically you um, you start with like six bullets and um, basically every bullet shot you can collect again and you have to manually reload every single one like you have to sort of put it's very tactile 
uh, you have to uh, sort of every bullet counts because there's not that many. It's like it's like a currency basically, except there's also a currency that's just coins. But um, uh, it really is about managing your bullets and making the bullets count. And um, the with the coins you can um, you can buy stuff at vending machines for the run itself, or there's sort of contracts um, and 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 uh, stuff like that that you can um, purchase, which are cross-run investments, so to speak. So you can basically prepare a better run instead of um, you know buying something for the current run. Uh, the coins also uh, carry over, um, so um, so there's some you know there's some risk reward there. Um, but yes, I just like, it's very, it's very sort of, you know, I don't know, there's not much, uh, that's all you need to know about it. You can just hop in. I like the look, I like the sound, I like the, um, sort of simple, simple nature of it. Um, and yeah, if you got the bundle, definitely something to spend, uh, to waste like an hour on easily. What, what's your game? My game? Um... Uh, Starseed Pilgrim. Have you heard of it? It's a weird puzzle game where you uh, organically build shapes. Uh, you plant them into the ground and they build off in like Tetris <laughs> pieces. I love shapes. I like shapes too. <laughs> Do you know heavy bullets? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I love, I love Starseed Pilgrim. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I played it briefly. It's cool and lo-fi and kind of a sweet experimental game that uh, plays on a white background with a very rudimentary yeah. uh objects that are just growing out of the ground and i i, I kind of like how organic and uh, uh mm-hmm. made from like someone's garage it feels it, it is also it has like a cryptic nature to it i would say right you, like you have to figure out what's yeah. even you know what are you what are you are supposed to do even and what's going on yeah it how, doesn't, how does the game work yeah it doesn't even really tell you until you like build out into the sky in different directions and then it's about like going home and like find your way back home. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's a lovely game. Uh, all right, that's uh, the HIO minute for you. Heavy bullets and uh, Starseed Pilgrim. Um, try, try them. Check them. Uh, be there or be square. <laughs> that's a shape too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, play the shape games. Um, all right. There's also a shape uh, which I also like a lot, which is a circle. Uh, sort of like a frisbee you know uh like frisbees are circles but you could also say circles are frisbees um and frisbees uh are uh the star of wind jammers that i what a transition david will be very proud that was very philosophical too examining what is a circle and a frisbee uh, if all circles are frisbees and you know all frisbees are circles interesting right Thank you. Um, <laughs> I will. I will edit in. Maybe I should do the music break now, yeah. and then people can sort of ruminate, uh, ruminate on on that, and then we will come back, and I'll tell you, be you is my boy.
got some nice crispy music. I, I like uh, I like how Windjammers sounds in general. Yeah, the sound effects and the sort of the announcer and everything. It's like iconic, iconic. It feels like right out of that like grave of like SNK games that sound and look fucking fantastic. Yeah, uh, it it came out in '94 arcade on the in the arcades and on uh, Neo Geo. Um, it had a long history of like being this cult classic, but was sort of hard to obtain or like play on a modern yeah. system. Uh, obviously, you could emulate it, but um, it came out on the Wii uh, Virtual Console, but only in Japan. It was the only uh, Neo Geo uh, game on Virtual Console. Oh, fascinating! Uh, that, <laughs> That's cool. That got no, no, no. Let me finish the sentence. That got delisted. Oh, the other state. Uh, so this didn't help uh, because the license um, transferred for like the that it's a Data East game, and they lost the license to some company which I'd never heard of before, so I didn't okay. uh, memorize the name. Uh, and uh, it got delisted uh, when that happened. So um, it t- didn't. Uh, it lasted until the, this sort of uh, strange limbo and uh, lack of information we had about the license and stuff. It lasted till 2017, uh, when the game finally came out as a modern port um, on... Uh, Basically all the platforms yeah. uh, with online and a little mini game, like frisbee catching mini game and, and stuff. But basically, it's the game. It's got you know all the characters, the six stadiums, uh, which uh, have different properties. Um, and uh, yeah, it's Windjammers. Yeah, uh, best, the sp- best sports game, the best competitive sports game of all time. For me. <laughs> There's, uh... It's not hockey, I know. There's good uh, analogy there for your love of tennis, that it feels like the back and forth pong kind of game that video games kind of formed around. So there's something like yeah. elemental about it that I think lends itself to video games. Like, like this is the initial idea of what a game could be, and it's taken to the next level. Right. Um, you can. It feels so. It feels so natural and so fluid. So you can basically. Um, when you have the when you have the uh, flying power disc, as they call it, uh, you can uh, you know throw it, you can angle it, you can bounce it off the wall, or you can do a drop shot. You can do a direct uh, shot where the person has to sort of be at the spot that where it lands to mm-hmm. pick it up. Uh, if you pick it up and hit sort of hit the button to to catch it um, perfectly, you will throw it back more quickly, like with more power. And uh, if you uh, if you do it perfectly, you can also sort of um, I don't know what you would like. You can you can sort of bounce it up and then charge a super move. Um, and they're all really and you, cool and different between characters. Like uh, some right. of the super moves play into the strategy. Like you have to know who you're playing against and uh, and on what court how that will play out. Right. Uh, although there's basically there's three uh, moves that you can do uh, with the frisbee. So you can do the special uh, move, which is unique to each character, and all characters can do a spinning. If you spin the stick and throw it, they'll do a spin spin uh, throw. That's uh, you can also do it on regular throws. If you do like a quarter circle or half circle with the stick, you can uh, sort of give it a a curve. Uh, that's the one thing. Uh, or you can do like a super lob. I, where... I just found about, out about the super lob right before the podcast because I picked up and played a few games. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you do the super, if you do the super move, but uh, do the, um, yeah, press the, the lob or, I know you could call it anything. It's, I guess it's a lob. Um, yeah. Then 
then yeah, it's really effective. It can be really effective because uh, as opposed to the normal uh, lob, which will give only two points for the disc landing on the ground, the super lob will actually hit into the target. So yeah. uh, it will give the full three points. It's cool because uh, it, it goes higher up in the air and then it kind of slides down and then it kind of goes on you know the side of the disc. So it looks neat. That's basically the mechanics. In yeah. some of my games before the show, I I kept doing like a, a small lob, so I was like right up front to the computer, and I was just like you know like kind of weakly tossing it in the sand. It's those are the best kind of victories for me, the funny ones. Right. Uh, actually, it's a crucial move because uh, if you play online uh, against people who are good, you will notice that well, first of all, the character you always go with. Uh, is like it must be like the meta <laughs> if there's a meta uh it must be like the the top tier meta pick because uh i've played like 10 games online once and all my opponents picked the same guy and you, so uh, and you played them all against me so that's no <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> uh your different accounts yeah uh and i play like the uh sort of uh, the characters uh they have like um they're somewhere on the scale between speed and uh power so um I play the one that is a little bit, uh, so that isn't quite, you know, 50-50, but uh, is a bit quicker than he is strong. Uh, so I go for the the speed bonus. Uh, but um, uh, I think the one you go with, which is, is it Costa or is it Biagi? No, it is uh, Costa that I, that I use. Right. Yeah, I think he's like 50-50, right? That's why um, I chose him to begin with, because I always want to approach yeah. like a sports game with the intermediate option, because I want the balance of like, I want to figure out which side of the experience I prefer anyway, and uh, that's a good way for me to see. But, but then I just stuck with him, because he's overpowered. <laughs> right. Um, which is the weird uh, European guy with the, with the weird uh, goggles, right? Yeah, I mean, he's called uh, S. Miller. Yeah. Uh, he's from the UK, but only in the Western versions. In the uh, original, he is uh, B.U. from South Korea. Okay. Uh, weird. So, I don't know. Like, it's the only character they changed. I don't know. Um, it's weird. But, um, but yeah. I, actually, I forgot one main mechanic. Sorry about that. Uh, which is may- maybe even the most exciting. <laughs> um, so, when you do the super move, and the other one does the button timing perfectly he counters it and basically uh not only throws back the disc but throws it back in the same basically um copies the super move yeah and that can happen theoretically infinitely if you if both are countering it uh perfectly every time so you can have like chains of like three or four or five supers going back and forth and that's like that's super uh that's super exhilarating. Like the best um, like tennis games. Like once you get a really good volley going, it feels incredible and it feels like you get into a zone. Like we had some matches where it just kept going and that's the best that this ever feels. Right. Um, but yeah, they do. Uh, so the tactic is definitely to go up on the net. I noticed when I play, was playing online. Okay. And th- then it was super important. But yeah, th- it's important to then keep the counter in mind, which is sort of bring them back to the back. To the baseline if you want uh bring them back with the lob so that's where the lob becomes super important and on on defense you're kind of just walking it out like you're walking but you have three different barriers usually with different point values so you're trying to strategically decide which to defend and where they're going to throw the uh the spinning puck or, or frisbee thing yeah uh, a lot of sort of uh, prediction and uh you know um uh, 
Right. It's 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 fantastic. I mean, if you can get this going with a person locally, or I mean, locally is best, of course, uh, for you know, so you don't have any any latency. Um, that's yeah, you, everyone should uh, should give it a shot. I think you you know we had a long time. I mean, it's still happening, but there was some years there where there were uh, there was this huge revival of the couch <laughs> co-op, the local co-op. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, local uh, multiplayer like versus rather not co-op. Um, versus game uh couch versus games uh and i've always felt like this like none of them beat this one for me it was still the the king of that space uh i think it's definitely one of the best and most compelling multiplayer games i've played it's just so much fun it's so easy to understand the exact appeal um i uh, do you know why it's so popular in europe by the way Oh, it's it's popular in Europe. There's I, a, I, didn't, uh... I think it was IGN or someone did like a whole documentary where they went into the French scene of the game, and there was a large uh-huh. competitive arcade scene that that kept it alive. And so there were, oh. I think, like the emulators that made it again were French, and uh, they attached onto yeah. it, and they're making the second game now. So uh, I mean, there was there was like a oh, yeah. competitive mm-hmm. scene when it died in the West and in uh, the East that it was still kept alive a little bit. Oh yeah. Uh, I I didn't know that, yeah, but it makes sense because yes, as we we didn't uh, we haven't mentioned it yet, but right, they're making a sequel, and theoretically, I think it's coming out this year, uh, still. So um, and I've heard good things. It has been played by people, and uh, I've heard good things for sure. Um, they also made a a different developer made basically a couple of years back a very similar game. Oh yeah, forget the name. Uh, I it. It kind of takes me back to, like, these elemental early games that I like, you know, like, I think about, like, NHL 94, Sensible World of Soccer, and um, uh, Speedball mm-hmm. 2 is probably one of my all-time favorites. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Speedball is like the... Is it like one of those sort of rugby-type games? Yeah, Speedball, speedball is like a, a rugby-type thing. Then we got, like, Death Row on right. the Xbox. I mean, they, they kept like trying... Like, Newton League football and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they kept trying to make, like, these energized sports games, but it's almost better just mm-hmm. to have this flat field, like, with another dimension of the characters on it. Like, it, it looks really good, and it, it works. Right. So I hope we, we sold we sold the game to people um i think we should and i i, I think we should play after yeah after this um, I, uh, <laughs> i've sort of uh, talked myself into it like into the the the, the uh, fever again yeah i kind of want to um, play it but uh, what are your thoughts on dog frisbee first <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i think i've played it once okay i don't think uh, i touched it okay uh, really so it's one of those things like mid-career that'll throw you into either bowling or frisbee and Every character has a different dog, which I really like about it. Uh, each one has a different colored dog, and they all look a little bit different. So I think that's a sweet detail. And uh, the bowling one's weird because mm. uh, if I just press forward and X, usually it'll take down all the pins. But uh, I it it also helps you figure out like quarter cir- circles and exactly how your disc is going to go. So do play the bowling mini game. So so Jay Costa also OP in bowling. Yeah, he is. Um. I, oh yeah, that was definitely an achievement uh, this year that I had, uh, where it's like I, I haven't I haven't done it on the highest difficulty yet, but basically on uh, the second highest, I think it's just norm, normal. I'm yeah. not sure. I I won CC the the game, so uh, uh, and actually I didn't lose a fight. Uh, so I think I did uh, it I just... losing one credit eventually after a few tries, and I haven't gone back 
fully. Yeah, so that was fun. Uh, but uh, yeah, maybe at some point I can tackle the tackle the tackle it on the on the on the highest difficulty. Um, it would be an accomplishment. Like keep it up with that computer. They're so fast and unpredictable. Yeah, you have to really use everything and sort of um, you you sort of learn what they are sort of where, where the weaknesses are. Like there's some scenarios where they're sort of. Uh, I, I don't remember what it was. I think it may have been cur- some curve shots and stuff. Okay. Like they don't react to everything perfectly. Uh, like every, I mean, a computer, you know, it's, it's those kind of AIs. They are predictable. Like if you play long enough, you will notice patterns. You will notice uh, sort of uh, the the weak spots. Um, I guess we haven't we haven't even discussed very much like the fields of play. Like there there are very different ones. I like the ones with all the things in the middle where you could kind of. Curve and bounce your shot off the objects. See, I'm I'm a purist. Uh, <laughs> I uh, so there's ones with bounce, uh, with like bounce pads in the middle, or like basically where the net would be. Yeah. And uh, it, um, you know, if the frisbee, if the flying power disc bounces off there, it can get a a predictable uh, tra- tra- trajectory there. Uh, so, uh, uh, right. And there's uh, well, I mean the. Maybe, maybe the well, not the bigger factor, but an equally uh, important factor is the size of the field varies, um, and the size of the um, and and the layout size and layout of the point, uh, sort of. Yeah, the the zones where you have to where you have to score. They they go from like three to five, and that varies based on your size and what the location is. I think one is even uh, works in the way that when you lose a couple of points, the five point zone of the opponent uh, grows. So you can. Oh yeah, yeah, that uh, one's cool. So you can make make a comeback there. That yeah. one's And definitely nice. the stadiums, uh, the bigger stadiums, obviously uh, favor having more the speedier character like mine. Right. Um, and the sort of the, the for example the vanilla. Uh, main sand court is uh you know it's um it's it's a tighter space and you uh the that's definitely where like someone like uh, jay costa i think you could even play some of the heavier characters there the big uh, american character is pretty funny g scott yes but the biggest is k wessel the the german oh yeah <laughs> uh right so that's definitely yeah that's definitely an element and i'm glad there's um there's different courts for sure uh I think that's something that you can um, definitely expand upon in SQL. I haven't sort of looked into it yeah. to see if they have, but I'm sure they have because that's an easy Yeah, a lot of ways to expand area. that out, especially like scoring pads. And um, I don't know. I don't want them to add too many things in because kind of the, no, no. the genius of this, just like the isometric uh, disc throwing game, like it just works so fluidly. Yeah, I hope they don't. Add, like mechanics-wise, they're really... I agree they don't have to add add anything there's some you know there's some they can think of some modes or whatever yeah. add some characters some give stadiums. us give us more of this I, I think give us a ton more characters and and lands to play on that would be great um i i do feel like there there are some issues online like uh sometimes point totals will count differently than they're meant to based on where they go uh some weird things happen mm-hmm. with scoring especially yeah and you uh can you set the um, sort of? I think yeah, you can't set. You cannot set the um, points required to win a set. I think online is that it true? Would be, yeah, it would be great if the sequel just added that in larger spaces. I'd be all in. 
Right, because I think for the online, it goes with the minimum amount of points for the set. It does. And I like the second biggest. I think uh, I think it goes with like 12 and I like 15, something like that. Uh, um, I think that's, uh, yeah, that's a bit of an oversight for, for the for this port, but... Uh, but I'm sure it's going to be in the sequel, uh, which, yeah, it must. It's it's definitely one of my most anticipated games uh, uh, for the rest of the year. Um, like, I don't know if uh, <laughs> another would be Splunky 2, but who knows <laughs> uh, when, that is, when that is happening. I feel like that's it's taking, taking its time. Um, all right. I guess before we uh, venture off into completely unrelated topics... Uh, Let's go play some windjammers. <laughs> yeah, of course, I, I'm uh, down. Right, I wish maybe maybe someday we can we can we can uh, sort of record us uh, in some way playing it or stream it. I don't know, but sadly for Switch, you need a uh, you need extra gear. But um, it's okay. We will truthfully report. The, <laughs> I I will truthfully report the result next week when Calvin isn't on anymore. Interesting <laughs> how that's gonna work, right? Like, like I'm not gonna be here and you're gonna tell everyone how it went. I, I don't know what you I don't know what you what you're implying. Um, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Bro is missed though because I I was just on another podcast oh, yeah. and I'm dead tired. So glad to be here though. Yeah, this uh, this really sucked. I have to say. Thank you. I, I miss I miss Brogan. Uh, Whew, thankful. Wow, I'm glad he's going to be back next time. I do too. It's good to find out who the real voice of the podcast is. It's clearly bro. So. <laughs> but thank you for filling in regardless. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, uh, it's going to be Fantasy Star uh, for real next time. Um, it's going to be a, a dense discussion of uh, been playing it or have played it. And uh, right. Thanks for listening. Again, thanks to Cal for filling in. And uh, do you want to plug something? Bro always plugs his yeah. uh, socials. I'd like everyone to go buy Deadly Permission too. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Buy that. Uh, See you next time. Maybe go to the twingeeks.com. That's a cool website. I, I, don't, know what the, I don't know what that is. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.